Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to another Larry Huck Ministries podcast. We pray this teaching will fill you with God's wisdom, anointing, and revelation knowledge. Thank you for your prayers and faithful support. How many of you are excited to be in the house of the Lord? Welcome to 2021. Man, it's so good to be here with you guys. I just want to start by saying this. Pastor Larry, Pastor Tiz, we love you very much. We're so honored to be a part of this church, this congregation, part of this ministry. Listen, do you know that you are blessed? As we touch lives out there, as Pastor Larry continues to do his job and his ministry, we are touching lives. And we're so honored. And I don't take lightly that I get to preach today, first service of the year. I'm excited. I believe that I have a message for you. Please excuse my accent, okay? But it's going to be amazing. We're going to have fun. We're going to travel through the word today. And listen, I want you to know that the best is yet to come. How many of you are excited? I want to say this. We did it. Hmm. We did it. (laughs) Hey, guess what? God pushed us through 2020. It's over. It's history. It's behind us. It was definitely a weird year. It was strange, you know. It was like we started, we thought we were going to do so many things, and suddenly we're shot down. We're in our houses with our families. And I remember 2019, people were telling me, hey, 2019, it's such a hard year. You know, I can't wait for 2020. And it became a slogan. 2020 is going to be a year of great vision. 2020 vision, right? And then at the end, you look back and we're like, well, it doesn't seem like it was a great year. But guess what? God brought a lot of things to the surface. We realized that we are supposed to be church. We can't be joking around no more. We can't be playing around. It is time for us to rise. It is time for us to stand as a church. We have seen miracles in this church, in this congregation. And I believe that 2021 is going to be even more, even more miracles, even more financial blessings. People will be healthy because God has continued to keep our people here healthy. And I believe we will see great things. How many of you are ready for this? Listen, I don't know about you, but what it means, 2021, it means a great year of possibilities. In a great year of opportunities. That means that we have 12 months where God can do a miracle in your life. That means we have 52 weeks that God will touch you and touch the ones you love. That means that we have 365 days for a miracle. Are you ready? That means we have 8,760 hours for people to hear the gospel through you. Come on, are you ready? That means we have 525, 600 minutes 525,600 minutes for people to know that we serve a God that is above all things, that is ready to transform lives. This is our year 2021. We have 31,536,000 seconds of a great year ahead of us. Now the question is this, what will you do with all this time? This is the time that we all come up with New Year's resolution. How many of you have been there? And it's great. I'm not against New Year's resolution, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, many times I committed myself to lose weight. (laughs) January 1st, told my wife, man, I'm going to cut the sugar. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to do so many things. I'm going to start working out. If you go to a gym right now and you talk to any gym person now, they're going to tell you, man, we have so many people that signed up just at the beginning of the year because they're ready to lose weight. It's good. 
People say that they're going to come to church more often. People say that they're going to be a better person during the year of 2021. People say, I'm going to treat my spouse better this year. Oh, I'm going to take care of my kids. Oh, I start taking care of them. But this year, I'm committing myself. Okay. But the problem with New Year's, New Year's resolution, that time goes by two weeks, three weeks. And then I'm no longer at the gym. <laughs> you know why? Because people, what they do is this. They commit themselves to things that are bigger than their reality. It's like Bill. Bill called his dad the other day and said, Happy New Year, Dad. I'm excited. 2020 is, 2021 is going to be a great year. And then he asked his dad, What is your New Year's resolution? His father told him, Listen, son, this year, my New Year's resolution is to take care of your mom and make sure that she's happy all year long. Wow. Amazing, Dad. I'm happy that you guys are getting along. Okay, let me call Mom right now and see what her New Year's resolution. Mom, how you doing? Happy New Year. What's your New Year's resolution? Well, I just want to make sure that your dad fulfills his promises. <laughs> you know, that's how it happens. What is a resolution? A resolution is a decision as to future action. It's a decision to a future action. All right, I decided today that tomorrow I'm going to do this. Okay. But I'll tell you what, this year I'm committing myself not to a New Year's resolution. Forbes magazine says that 40% of Americans, they do a New Year's resolution, but only 8% of them are being able to fulfill that resolution. Only 8%. From 40% that are committing, only 8 are being able to finish what they promised at the beginning of the year. This year, I don't want to do a New Year's resolution. I don't know about you, but I want to see a revolution. I want to see a revolution. It's been a hard year, definitely. But I'll tell you what, God has amazing things stored for us in 2021. What is a revolution, Pastor Wonders? It's a complete or radical change of any kind. It's a complete and radical change. Okay, you're here. You're not here anymore. You're not just doing this. You're away from that spot. You're completely away from that spot. That's what God is calling us to do. You know, have a revolution this year of 2021. But now how do we start a revolution? And this is where I want to talk to you today about it. Say with me, total Total. surrender. Surrender. It's simple. Total surrender. That's how we will see a revolution. Open your Bibles in the book of Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 through 7. We're going to travel through this. Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 through 7. How many of you are ready to see a revolution and start a revolution? 2021, it's going to be a great year. Listen, it's history 2020. Don't think about it. (laughs) You know, we made it. Genesis 4, verse 1 through 7 says this. Adam lay with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now, Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why are you angry, Cain? 
Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin lies at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. I'm going to repeat this. Listen, it desires to have you. Sin desires to have you, but you must master it. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes right now. Let's pray really quick. Father, we thank you. I'm so thankful, Father, for this ministry, for all that you're doing through our pastors, our congregation, all we went through in 2020, Father. You pushed us through and we made it. And I have no doubt, Father, that 2021 is going to be a great year, Father. We're going to see more miracles. I believe we're going to see more salvations. I believe we're going to once again be able to go to the mission field and, and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I believe that we once again is going to be able to fellowship with one another, Father. I pray that as, as I speak today, Father, I'm not using my words, but I'm just being in a vessel in your hands, Father. I pray that you will open our hearts to receive, Father, our ears to hear, Father. Let us praise you and honor you for everything that you're doing in our lives, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. So we just read this passage that talks about Cain and Abel. And it says here that in the course of time, which it means when the time came to bring an offering to God, okay? What is an offering? A sacrifice or surrendering of what is important. You know, theologians, they said that God most likely had picked a time for an offering to be presented to him. You know, and Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, they knew about this time. It was the time to bring an offering. And Bible scholars, they say this. That you will bring an offering at the altar and then fire will come down from heaven and consume that, that, that offering if it was acceptable, acceptable before the Lord. If it was pleasing and acceptable before the Lord. So fire will come down from heaven and consume that offering. You know, we can find that evidence actually in the Bible. First Chronicles chapter 21, 26 says this. First Chronicles chapter 21, 26. It says... David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. He called unto the Lord and the Lord answered him with fire from heaven on the altar of burnt offering. We find it again in the book of Leviticus 9.24. Leviticus 9.24. This is saying that fire will come down from heaven whenever you would bring your offering if it was acceptable by God. Fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted for joy and fell face down. Listen, think about yourself. Lord, I'm going to bring you an offering. I'm going to bring you an offering. And I want to illustrate this to you in just a few minutes. But I'm going to bring you an offering right now. And I hope that you accept this offering. So you come before the altar. You laid something before the altar. And then you wait for a few seconds. And then suddenly fire comes down from heaven. And then your eyebrows is burned. <laughs> your eyelashes. You lost all your hair. If you, were, if you had little hair now, you have no hair. But that's a good sign. Because what? God accepted your offering. But then now, if you had lived your life in sin, a mess, you bring an offering just like Cain. And then you wait and what's going on, God? I still have hair. <laughs> what's going on? Cricket, cricket, cricket. 
that's not the kind of offering that you want to bring to the Lord. You know, it says that Cain brought some. God didn't accept Cain. And then Cain got angry. You know, Lord said to him, why are you angry? If you do what's right, it will be accepted. But if you don't do what's right, you know, be careful because sin is laying, lying at your door. And you must master it. But then God brings Aphron. Let me have that table over here right now, please. Because I want to illustrate this. God tells Abel, listen, I'm happy. And then fire comes down. Let me illustrate this to you today. So the Bible tells us that Cain, he worked where? In the field, right? So it's like you going into a birthday party. How many of you have been invited to a birthday party lately? Okay, that's the altar right there. You were invited to a birthday party. You put it on your calendar, okay? You know that you're supposed to go to this birthday party right after church today. But you've been so busy that you forgot to buy the gift. What do I do now? I need to bring a present. I can't show up. Everybody else is going to bring gifts. And I can't show up with empty hands, right? It's embarrassing, right? So, okay. So, what do I do? On my way to church. Because I know with birthday parties right after church, I have an idea. Let's go to Target and buy a gift card. That's it. Simple as that. Listen, I did not take the time to find out what that person was in need of. I didn't take the time to find out what do they like the most. I literally picked CVS or Walgreens or, or Target. Okay, here's a banana. I don't want to waste this banana. Okay, let me put it in this basket. Here's a kiwi. Oh, you know, it tastes good. It's laying there. Let me just put it over here. That's Kang, okay? He works the fields. Oh, look at this. I love this. This is amazing. But you know what? It's already, it fell out of the, it fell on the ground already. I don't want to waste it. Let's just put it over here. So he brings that offering and nothing happens. <laughs> Scary. He's waiting and then nothing happens. But then suddenly, guess what? Okay, here is Abel. Abel. That's cute, huh? I got this from Pastor Greg. <laughs> Abel. Gives his best. The fat portion of the firstborn. It's cute, right? It means something to Abel. Think about this animal. This animal will grow and it will multiply, right? <laughs> but now him putting before the Lord as an offering, what is he doing? He's killing a stream of income. He's destroying. <laughs> He's giving his best. This is what I have, Lord. You know, I get, I get food out of this. <laughs> you know, this brings me money because it will multiply. This is my best that I have to offer you today. And then suddenly, fire comes down from heaven and consumes that offering. Let me tell you one thing. What's more expensive? Some fruits or the fat portion of the firstborn? When you call yourself a Christian, but you're not sacrificing all, let me tell you, something it's wrong. God doesn't want just a little bit of Wanderson. God wants it at all. <laughs> oh, but I'll give you just a little bit, okay? I will just surrender partially. Listen, if you want to see a revolution in 2021, you must surrender all. If you want to see a revolution, you must surrender your attitude attitude you must surrender your desires you must surrender your motives you know this is the time that we must surrender all there's a religion out there that they're growing they're growing they're growing if you go to europe 
Part of France right now, it's at 98% of these people serving a false God, you know, a false doctrine. You know why? Because they understood what it is to surrender all. Why can we Christians surrender all to a God that is always blessing us, always taking care of us, always healing us, always pushing us through? Why can we do that? You know, on verse 6, God gives Cain a warning and says, you must master it. You must master it. Why are you angry? If you do what is right, I'll take care of you. But if you don't, be careful because you must master sin. If God is saying you must master, listen, if you don't do what is right, sin will master you. As simple as that. How do you master sin? By totally surrender. Totally surrendering. You know, surrender is just like mastering. Equals to mastering. When you come to church, but you continue to lie, I'm sorry, I'm going to go there. (laughs) If you're coming to church, but you continue to lie, (laughs) you're not surrendering at all. (laughs) You're just doing a partial surrender before the Lord. And that's not what God wants from you. You want to see a revolution 2021? You must stop lying. You must stop stealing. You must stop doing things that are not pleased to God. You know, your words, you know, are you are here at church? Oh, man, he looks like an angel. But when you're out there, you look like the devil. You're cussing, using words that should not, does not glorify God. How do you want to see a transformation 2021? How do you want to see a revolution if you're not living according to the word of God? It is time for us to really stand for what we believe. I don't want to be lukewarm. I don't want to just sit there and do nothing. It's either here or here. Don't be in the middle. It's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to really see a revolution in 2021 by the way we live our lives. Oh, you're always angry. (laughs) Surrender to God. You are only surrendering some of it. What you don't surrender to Jesus becomes your master. Listen, the fire of God only consumes when you surrender all. If you are only doing half, you lack the fire of God. If you're only doing half, you lack the fire of God. It's as simple as that when you just go halfway. Now, let me give you some signs of partial surrender. I could go over a list of signs, but I'm going to give you four signs that people are just partially surrendering themselves to God. And if you identify yourself with one of these, it's time for you to say, have it all. Okay, let me give you the first one, minimum sacrifice. Minimum sacrifice. What do I mean by that? You know, I was born and raised in church. My father, he's, since, I, since day one that I know myself to be a person... You know, he's been a pastor at AG, Assemblies of God, which is an amazing institution, you know. But I used to go to church with my dad because they used to force me to go to church. And then I've learned how to preach, Brazilian church. I've learned how to lead worship. I've learned how to lead the youth. But then during the week, I was dancing at the clubs. I wanted to be the cool guy in my high school. (laughs) I would go to church on Wednesday nights, but on Thursday mornings, I was not, I was not duplicating what happened on Wednesday night. That's a partial surrender right there. 
And I know this is a very touchy subject, but this is the first Sunday of the year. <laughs> 365, well, 363 days right now, 362 days that you have. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, I'm going to share this because <laughs> it's time for us to surrender all. <laughs> it's time for us to see a revolution. <laughs> it's time for us to see people being saved through our lives. God using us. I walk into a grocery store. <laughs> And God is going to download it, and I'm going to share, and we will see transformation right there inside that grocery store. But I was living a life here and there, here and there. One day, I remember, I was probably, I think I was 18 at that time. I got involved in a car accident. My parents told me, actually, I was working in Miami. They lived uh, 45 minutes away from Miami, Fort Lauderdale, for those who are from Florida. Anyone from Florida here? And, and my parents told me, listen, don't go anywhere today. This is a lesson. <laughs> listen to your parents. If there's any teenagers here, kids, listen to your parents. Dad called me and said, he wanted us to stay at home. I just feel like you shouldn't go anywhere tonight. And here I am. I didn't total surrender. I got on my car. I went to a club. I stayed there till probably 3 o'clock in the morning. I drank a little bit. I was driving home 3.30 in the morning. Crossed a red light. Light. Got in a crazy car accident, which it totaled my car. But God protected me. Because listen, if there is a calling in your life, If there is a purpose in your life, God is a God of mercy. But don't, don't, don't play that mercy. You know, don't take advantage of that mercy. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's a merciful God, but don't, all right, I, I, I sin today and tomorrow I ask for forgiveness. And then again, no, 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 no. But there was an assignment from the enemy for my life to kill me on that car accident. And the car that hit me hit the engine in the, in the front In a couple of more seconds, it would hit my door. God saved me. On that day, I understood that I was supposed to total surrender myself to the Lord. I remember my parents coming and pick me up, and I, I was so embarrassed. But I've learned that to this day, if there are areas of my life that are not according to what God says, I go to the altar. <laughs> I lay myself at the altar and say, Lord, <laughs> take it, consume. Father, I surrender all to you. I want to see lives being transformed through me, Father. And the only way for me to see that, from only, the only way for me to see a resolution is by surrendering. You know, second sign, personal wants will always rule you. Desires. It rules your life. Personal wants and desires. Let me give you an example. There's people out here that throughout 2021, throughout 2020, you heard God's voice and he told you to do something and you were afraid to do it. You were out there and God downloaded something in your heart And you're like, is this really God? I don't want to embarrass myself. Is God really speaking? And then God tells you, go and pray for that person. That person needs prayer right now. It needs healing. Oh, Lord, no. 
Listen, your personal wants, your desires, you know, or I'll be embarrassed. I don't want to embarrass myself. Uh, and then God tells, go ahead, pray for that person. I'm going to heal that person. No, Lord, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not taking that chance because if, if nothing happens, I'll be embarrassed and I don't want to be embarrassed. Listen, when you total surrender yourself, there's no embarrassment in the kingdom of God. You know, when you give yourself to the Lord. Number three, frustration. Mm. People lose the sense of God's favor in their lives. When you don't sense God's favor in your life, something's wrong. Something that's wrong. God is doing, okay, we're always looking at the big picture. We want an LED wall. But God has given us a cell phone with a little tiny screen. And he's doing so many things in that little tiny screen. But we're, we're, our eyes are focused on the LED wall back here. You know, he's doing so many things around you. Little things that he's doing, but you don't see it. And then you become frustrated. And then you are frustrated with your job. And then you're frustrated with your work, your, your, your boss. Then you're frustrated with your spouse. Oh, this is not the wife I asked God. <laughs> then you get frustrated with the kids. That's why I didn't want to have kids. <laughs> you're frustrated with relationship. Why? Because you're not surrendering at all. You're frustrated with your job? Surrender it to God. <laughs> you know, everything that you do, you do it for him. Oh, I don't like what I'm doing right now, but just continue to honor God through your work, through your labor. Oh, I don't like so-and-so, but, you know, continue to love them. One day, God will transform them. Don't go out there gossiping, saying things about that person. No, love them. You know, one day, God will transform that person. The other thing is this. Sometimes we don't want to humble ourselves. They are never ready to say, yeah, I'm wrong. <laughs> you know, I recognize that I'm wrong. First Peter 5, 5 says this. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. If you are frustrated with something, it's because you have not surrendered at all. You know, there's one person in our church here. There's actually several of them here. But there's this specific person who became my hero of faith. You talk about God with him, it's like he's talking about God all day long. You say, let's pray, he starts crying. <laughs> he is such a hero for me because he trusts God. He knows that God is always on his side and doesn't matter what happens to him, he knows that God has his back. And that's Mr. Gwen. How many of you know Mr. Gwen? Man, Mr. Gwen blesses me. Every time I'm around him, we went to Japan in 2018, and then he tells me, Pastor Wonderson, I believe I'm supposed to go to Japan. I say, amen. I was, I was actually taking a team from Christ for the nations. Young students. And he's like, I believe I'm supposed to go. I say, amen. Okay, this is how much it costs, but at this point, you know, we already purchased all the tickets. He say, hey, if God is calling me, he's going to come through. The finances will come through. I was like, okay, Mr. Gwen. <laughs> within, within weeks, he said, hey, I got the money to buy the ticket. All right, I'm going to have to fly to Mexico and then from Mexico to Japan. All right, Mr. Gwen, are you sure about this? Man, that's a long trip. You know, I love, I love going to Japan, but I love taking that straight flight to Japan. Now going to Mexico and then in, it was like 20 some hours. That's a man that trusts God. <laughs> then he gets to Japan we are, we are at a hotel, 
And like I said, I'm taking a team. I can't just leave the team behind and, 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 and serve Mr. Gwen at this point. He gets to the airport. I don't know now. I don't know how, but maybe he speaks Japanese and he never told me. <laughs> but he got on the train. He walked hours and hours pulling his luggage and he made it to the hotel. When he got there, there was no space for him to stay there. He didn't complain a bit because he knew that God called him. <laughs> then he goes and stays at a host, hostel. Is that how you say it? Yeah, he goes into a hostel and he stays there by himself with all these Japanese people. <laughs> how, I asked him, how are you communicating with them? Well, God is with me and everything is going well. And then we walk hours and hours and hours in Japan. Our young students are complaining. He's never complaining. Guess what? God used him so much during that trip. I was so blessed to have Mr. Gwen. This is the kind of people we want to be. You know? We know that God is with us because you're surrendering all. Last thing that I want to say here. The last sign that you are partially surrendering to God is that people becomes mastered by an evil. What do I mean by that? You have no, listen to this, you don't have strength to say no to sin. Oh, but I've been addicted for so many years and at this point I thank God already forgave me and I can't do it, pastor. Yes, you can by the blood of the lamb that was shed more than 2,000 years ago. <laughs> There's someone who has died. He paid a high price for you to overcome that sin. <laughs> you know, oh, but pastor, no, I, I can't say no to this. You know, oh, this brings me pleasure. Oh, listen, no, no, no. There's no greater pleasure than being with God, serving him, seeing lives being transformed through you. <laughs> to be mastered is when something has control over you. Oh, I tried, Pastor. Romans 8, 5 through 8 says this. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do it so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. Okay, you bring an, you bring an offering just like Cain. <laughs> no fire coming down for you, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and you can't serve two masters. You serve Jesus, but you also serve your sin. You serve Jesus, but your family is more important than Jesus. No, can't happen that. Jesus said on Matthew 6, says that you cannot serve two masters. What is a sin? Let me explain to you what a sin is when you put anything else before the Lord. Simple as that. (laughs) When that sin has a hook on you and you can't say no to that sin, that means you're being mastered by that sin. But now how do you master the sin? By surrendering it all. By surrendering it all. Cain didn't want to surrender. He brought that offering he got very upset. He got very angry. He was like, no, no way. What's going on? And then God tells him, listen, if you do what's right, I will accept your offering. But if you don't, remember, sin is lying at your door and will eat you alive. <laughs> it will kill you. 
Because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And then guess what? Instead of him surrendering it, I'm going to go kill my brother. <laughs> he goes and kills his brother. Because he didn't want to surrender. I believe that if we want to see 2021, this great year ahead of us, this great opportunity that's ahead of us, if you want to see lives being transformed in 2021, if you want to start a revolution, there's a few things that we must surrender. There's a few areas of our life that we must surrender to God. Our relationships. Even who we hang out with. <laughs> if you go to hang out with those people that bring you down, <laughs> and, and those people that are always being negative, one thing about our pastor that I, I'm like, I'm so blessed to serve Pastor Larry and Pastor Tiz, but one thing about our pastor, he's a visionary. And there's no, oh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> If God is telling him something's going to happen, it's going to happen. That's why I love, like, sometimes he don't even consult with Pastor John, but Pastor John, we're going to bring a plane back. We're going to see a plane coming back. We're going to bring Jews back home. Listen, that's what we need to do. Step up. <laughs> you know, have courage. You know, have courage when, when you put courage in someone's heart. That's what God is looking for in each one of us. Pastor say, listen, we're going to go out there. We're going to see lives transform. He doesn't want to hear any negative things. And that's important. We can give ears to the negative things. Otherwise, we will not be able to do what God is calling us to do in 2021. 2021 is a great year. It's a great year of opportunities. It's a great year where God wants to use you to see lives being transformed. If pastors say, we're going to bring a plane, come on, give your offering. If I say, listen, we're doing an outreach out there, sign up. If Kids City say, listen, our kids, our teachers are getting so much knowledge lately and we want to teach our kids about the Bible, you know, invite your neighbor's kid, bring them to Kid City. If our youth pastor, Ignite, it's really, you know, sick in the Lord. He has surrendered to the Lord and he's doing everything that he can to see lives transform. Guess what? Teenagers, invite all your high school uh, uh, friends to be here. You know, this is the year that we want to see a revolution. We want to be out of the four walls. We want to see lives transform. We don't want to be here just preaching. We want to preach out there, bring them in so they can become a part of the family and be family. How many of you are ready for that? So be careful with your relationships. Look at Abraham and Isaac. And Abraham and his relationship with God. I'll give you my son. (laughs) If that's required of you. If that's required of me. I'll give you my son. Your relationship. It's very important. Your life plans. Your dreams. Proverbs. Proverbs 19.21 says this, many are the, many are the plans in, pers- in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So let me tell you this. We have dreams, we have desires, but God's dreams are bigger and better <laughs> when we trust Him with our dreams. You know, you know another thing we have to surrender to God this year? Our rights. Amen. Oh, but I'm right, Pastor. <laughs> You want to see a revolution? Be humble. (laughs) Learn how to receive. Love your enemies. Don't talk bad about your enemies. 
Love your enemies. You know, another thing that it's, I had a situation where my parents got divorced. My father, like I said, I was born in the Assemblies of God. My father was a pastor of a big church, more than 5,000 people at our church in Brazil. You know, then suddenly I see my parents divorcing. And I had this bitterness in my heart against my dad. It took time for me to clean that. But, you know, I noticed that it was holding me back. Forgiveness will hold you back. That person that did something against you, even if they don't deserve. Even if they don't deserve. They're moving on with their lives. Forgive them. Surrender before the, uh, surrender before the altar today. Forgive them. You know, another thing are pleasures. There's nothing better to be with the Lord and honor Him and know that He is in control of everything. Bottom line is this. You want to start a revolution 2021? Surrender it all. Everything should belong to God. You know, pastor's ready next week. He's going to be here in the pulpit. He's ready to preach a great series. You know, take notes. <laughs> Don't just let it come here and out here. <laughs> take notes. Put it into practice. You know, keep it in your heart. Think about if you ever are taken to prison and you cannot have a Bible with you. If you have the word here, it will help you push through. This is our year 2021. How many of you are ready to see a revolution? I want you to stand right now with me. I believe that God is calling us to surrender these areas of our lives. Maybe there's a different area that you know. You know exactly what you've been doing that does not please God. I want to be able, I want to, be able to bring it to the altar and see the fire burning my eyebrows. I don't want to come to the altar and then it's silent. I want everybody to close your eyes right now at this time. Bow your heads, please. This is the first Sunday of 2021. I can't wait to see what God is going to do. And that's why I felt like God gave me this message. It's not about New Year's resolution. It's about a revolution. But how do we start a revolution? By first saying, Lord, here I am. Have your way in my life. If you don't do that, there's no way to see a revolution. <laughs> it's a radical change. Remember, the Webster Dictionary says it's a radical change. <laughs> it's not just something that I desire to do in the future. No. <laughs> it's a radical change. Today, there's an opportunity for you to start a radical change in your life. And if there's someone here today... Everybody with their eyes closed right now that you know for a fact that there's some areas of your life, all eyes closed, that needs to be surrendered. I want you to raise your hand right now. Amen, amen. I see your hand back there. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see all these hands. We have areas of our life that we have to surrender. And I promise you, listen, I promise you, that this is, I love what God is doing. God got us through 2020. And he's given us an opportunity to see everything that was wrong in 2020. The political world a mess, you know. 
so much people lying and, and, and doing people wrong out there. But he's given us a chance to come through 2021 now. It's going to be your best year ever. How many of you believe that? By you saying, yes, Lord, here I am. I surrender all to you. We're going to worship for just 30 seconds. I surrender all. Can we do that? Come on. Let's worship. As they worship, I want you to start surrendering to God. Whatever it is. That area of your life that you know that needs to be changed. Father, I thank you for getting us through 2020. There's many that are no longer here, Father, but you've given us another opportunity. You've given us another year, Father, full of possibilities, Father. And there's people here that have lifted their hands, Father, surrendering departments of their lives that needs to be changed and transformed. And I pray that they will see the fire of God consuming their offering. I pray that this year, Father, we will be different as we step out there, Father. Every chance we have, every opportunity, Father, we will glorify your holy name, Father. We will show people that there is hope for their lives. I pray that every time I make a mistake, you would show me so I can come back and bring it before the altar and surrender to you, Father. Father, I pray that we will be led by our pastors this year, 2021, Pastor Lear and Pastor Tis and the Hawk family. And I pray that you are guiding them, Father, every step of the way, Father. And we will follow, Father, what you have for us here in 2021 here at New Beginnings Church, Father. Whatever it is that you lay at our pastor's heart, Father, let us be able to be, be open to receive and, and to, to be a part of it, Father. Let us take it to the streets, Father. The things that you're teaching us. Father, I want to take this time right now and lift up Mr. Robert that is in the hospital. We know that you are a God of miracles. And there's no virus that will put down the people of God. (laughs) 
We cancel every assignment right now over Mr. Robert right now in Jesus' name. We know that you are a good God. You are above all things. And we praise you today. We lift you up and we thank you. Amen. How many of you are ready for a revolution?